You like that? I like that. <laughs> Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, this is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you, my friend, can get out there and get some stuff done for the king, King Jesus, that is. Listen, he's the best one to be working for. You're going to be tuning in to him right now. We're working with him, and uh, he's got a timeline and a timetable, and so we want to stay up with what he's doing. Listen, friend, don't delay except Jesus today. Get your life started on the right track. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm joined right now with a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Brother Phil Rab. Hallelujah. Reverend Rabbi Phil Rab. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready for this episode? Let's do it. It's going to be good. So uh, we've actually had you on here before. Yep. Uh, we did an episode called The Living Menorah. Mm-hmm. and uh, did a phenomenal job. We actually got quite a bit of feedback from that. Pray, that's praise good. the Lord. So uh, it's good to have you back, my friend. We are living menorahs. We are, yeah. James 117, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. Oh, come on, him, come on. In whom there is no shadow or various attorney. Wow, see, that's, that's, that's why we have him come, is because there's so many layers. So when he said lights, Father of lights, God is light. Uh-huh as we touched on last time. Right. And we're made in his image. We're light. Come on, brother. Light of the world. Like and that's that's what that little song, this little light of mine. Yeah. I'm going to let it shine. Don't let the devil it out. Nope. Hallelujah. Well, Phil, uh, without any further ado, I just want to let you run with this. And uh, again, we're honored that you're here. Hallelujah. So what you got today, brother? Well, we are blessed. Uh, as we last time I was here, Oh, you got to move that? Yeah. Okay. Get right in the mic, bro. Okay, get right in the mic. Yep. So last time I was here, yeah. we went over uh, the living menorah, and we went over, remember the Hebrew letter bet? Yeah, yes, yeah. tabernacles with us. Yes. Well, we're Is in that the letter for house? Yes. It's also yeah, for house? Yeah, letter. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that, Yeshua is the house, and I'm going to get that in a little bit, because we are in the middle of one of God's high holidays, and that is Sukkot. Okay, yeah. And um, Tabernacles? That is correct. Wow. Yeah, we're in the middle of that right now. Started uh, Sunday night at sundown. Okay. And uh, just a brief, you know, review of the menorah. Like I said, it represents the seven feasts. You got Pesach, you got unleavened bread, you got first fruits, you got Shavuot, which Pentecost, that's, you know, um, very important. But you have, um, you know, Rosh Hashanah we just had. Okay. Yom Kippur. Which is the kind of like the New Year? Civil New Year. Civil New Year. Right. Okay. Which was in um, September, right? Yeah, was the first to teach me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 15 days ago. 15 days yep. ago was the Civil New Year. Yes, that's correct. Okay. God's New okay. Year. Okay. So that's in awesome. 5783 in God's calendar. Right. We're getting close, bro. We are getting really close. Yeah. And as I told you last time I was here, there's a couple. There's some discrepancies in the date, right? Well, yeah. If you look at Ezekiel and Jeremiah, uh-huh. um, they're real good. They were God's real good timekeepers. Okay. So there's about 200 and some lost years. Right. So we're real, real close. I actually mentioned that on a podcast I did a couple of days 
ago. And there's actually, there's some really good resources that would be trusted that have tracked that kind of discrepancy in the dating. And so, yeah, we're about 200 years further than what they mm-hmm. publish as the civil date, right? Right. Yeah. No, right. Exactly. And the Sadducees and Pharisees, they're don't usually don't agree. Okay. say that. Right, right. But, but, they but, do, but, but it's they, true. But they do agree on that. They do agree on that. They do agree on that. It's, okay, I didn't know that. And so that that's even more like that's important. Oh yeah, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. we uh, I had you know I didn't go into detail, uh, and I don't want to get you off track here, but I no, was just sorry. mentioning some things in light of the time in which we live, because the time in which we live gives revelation knowledge to what our work is, and so I was just touching on on that. But I mentioned where it says the days of man shall be 120 years. This is one. I, I, I mean, there's 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 several many 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 mm-hmm. ways to find out the 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 timing or the earth lease adam's lease but one right. area was the days of man shall be 120 years that's 120 jubilee cycles 120 times 50 is 6000 that that's correct. that gives us man's lease on the uh, earth was 6000 years right and then the sabbath or the millennial reign well and this is perfect timing because as we went over last time and why menorah is important and you know um in genesis uh at the very beginning he said um where it says let there be light Uh as we went over in the original hebrew he said light the light right so what he would have said at heor meaning i'm the light because as we went over last time the first three days he illuminated with the shekinah glory shekinah glory okay well he illuminated the earth and then in the fourth day, in verse 14 of Genesis, it says, And God, Hashem, said, Let the luminaries in the firmament of the heavens to separate between the days and the night. That's when he gave us the sun, sun and star, uh-huh. the sun and moon, yeah. to divide the day. And the days are important. And they shall serve as signs and for festivals. Yeah, it was, a, feasts. It, was, it, it was a timer. Yep, for days and years. And they shall serve as luminaries in the firmament of the heaven to shine upon the earth. And it was so. So there, right there, he says, for festivals, feasts, uh-huh. his feast, yeah. the seven feasts we just talked on. And now we're in Sukkot. Okay. And, um, you know, I get asked a lot last, like I said, uh, of course, uh, last week, I still go to synagogue in yeah. the St. Louis okay. area. And, yeah, yeah. And have a lot of... And what, I, what, what is blessing me, and, and I see, is a, a lot of questions being asked by even the Orthodox Jews. Okay. You know, in Romans, it talks about them being blinded in part until the fullness uh-huh. of the Gentiles come in. And we're seeing that. Um, we've had some uh, Christians United for Israel events there. Okay, yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine who's Orthodox, um, you'll see him Saturday night. He's going to come to okay. the yeah. Israel okay. um, at, three, at Billy Brim okay. at Autumn Assembly. Cool. And uh, so with that... Um, you know, he'll ask me questions every once in a while. Yeah. It's encouraging. Because he, he's Orthodox. Can you briefly explain the difference between, like, Messianic and Orthodox? So, basically, they believe Mashiach is coming. Uh-huh. We believe Mashiach has come. Yeshua. Has come, yeah. Right. Like, we believe he came 2,000 years right. ago, and the Messiah was the one that right. died on the cross for our sins. They don't believe that. Right. Who, who, who do they think that person was? Who's that? Do they believe historically that there was oh, a, yeah. a man that oh, yeah. died on a cross? Oh, they what, would they just think he was just just a teacher? There's a lot of commentary. There's a lot of uh, 
fake news. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. At the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For lack of better words. Gotcha. I mean, okay. that's a term everybody f- throws around lately, but, um, you know, that's kind of what happened. And, uh, you know, you had the 120 and you, you know, and probably more, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, after Jesus rose from the dead on first fruits, the feast of first fruits. So uh-huh. he fulfilled the first spring, the, uh, the spring feasts. Okay. Pesach, he died, was buried on unleavened bread and raised on first fruits. Uh-huh. And Shavuot was fulfilled because that was... Uh, Shavuot is Pentecost? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Pentecost yeah. just means 50. Okay, but yeah. But Shavuot yeah. is where Moses got the giving of the law, the Torah, okay. yeah. on Mount Sinai. Yeah. And, uh, and on that day, 3,000 people died. That is correct. But on Pentecost, when the 3, Spirit was poured out... That's where I was going. 3,000 people got yeah, were raised to life, basically, Absolutely. or were filled. As, yeah, yeah I was going there. And that... Yeah. Saint, I love it, the Holy yeah. Spirit... His and that that uh, you know also should illuminate to us that God is on a very particular timetable. Things are working together. These mm-hmm. aren't accidental happenstance happenings. Right. Uh, he is following a countdown, if you will, of time. These these feasts and the what they mean, the prophetic implications are uh, strategically calculated. Right. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, God doesn't really give. Re- care about Gregorian calendar. Yeah. He's right. on yeah, his yeah, calendar. Yeah, yeah. Malachi 3.6. <laughs> I'm the Lord that got a change not. Yeah. The Gregorian calendar would be the calendar that we, we use. Go, right. Yeah. In There's the nothing States wrong and, with it. Right. I mean, you're not I mean, it's helping us right, get right. places on time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's did, God's Did you calendar. use the Gregorian calendar this morning? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. <laughs> No, but it's God's calendar, and he's given us revelation of what these are. That's how we're tracking what he's doing. Right. We just read that. Yeah. He said in verse 14, he, he explained that clearly. He said. Right there in. in Genesis 1.14. Yeah. Bereshit. Bereshit. Yeah. Very the good. Book, the book of beginnings, right? Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Bereshit. I know, I know a little bit. My man. I know enough to be. Well, we had a great time yeah. when we didn't get in trouble. I thought Billy, Miss Billy was going to, Dr. Billy was going to get mad at us, but I sat next to him in Zachariah. Yeah, we, we kind of, Phil and I were in a Bible class and kind of goofing around a little bit. I, I think we did get in trouble, but. I think we did. <laughs> but anyway. All right, so the feast. So right now, we are in the Feast of Tabernacles. That's correct. Sukkot. Yep. Okay, so he, um, that's where he dwelt. Or tabernacled and, among us, right? Right, and we talked about that um, when with, we talked about the letter, Bet, uh-huh. the second letter, uh-huh. Uh-huh. house, and Yeshua. Uh-huh. John said, in the beginning was the Word. We just read that. The right. Word was with God, and the Word was what? What's God? Yes. Yeshua. Uh-huh. Jesus is the Word. And then it goes on in John one ten. It says, and the Word became flesh yes. and dwelt among dwelt, us. Dwelt, or tabernacled, right? Same. Correct. Okay. tabernacled with us yeah so he's tabernacling with us yeah with his infilling of the holy spirit on shavuot now the tavern these these tents they were tents basically sukkahs yes yeah okay yeah so they would sleep outside well that's uh, under these in the tents. Wilderness, yeah. wilderness right yeah so they were doing that what's interesting you know paul called his physical body our physical body is also a tent we are sukkoting as well we're tabernacling this here. Is, yes, this is we're tabernacling here yeah. because this our body's a temple of Holy Spirit. Yeah, and soon we're gonna put this body of flesh on and take on a body likened unto His. But until until that time, these tents need to 
be kept whole. Sure. Hallelujah. Paint the barn every once in a while. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. As my pastor in Chicago used to say. Oh, I love that. Sometimes it's okay to paint the barn. That's good. That's good. Yeah, paint the barn every once in a while. But I was saying about um, yeah, what's good sorry. about. No, that's good. Uh, with synagogue, um, we've had some um, uh, Kufi events there and things like that where Christians come to really? the synagogue. Really? At the synagogue? Yeah. And that's phenomenal. Well, that's really big, especially in St. Louis, because yeah. they were pretty arm's length. The Jewish people to uh, in that area very very kind of close to the Christians wow. and uh, my friend Stu uh-huh. uh, he's a good man um, a good brother in the Lord and uh, uh, he goes to synagogue there and he's he works he teaches at the shul there uh, uh, classes and stuff like that okay. but um, we get called Joshua and Caleb um, by my pastor and his <laughs> wife because we've kind of paved sure, the way and we've, we've had some events there and stuff like that. And and being uh, part of that, uh, it was great at a reception, a uh, couple of people, uh, women and men, that are Jewish and go to synagogue okay. have come up to my wife and they came up to uh, my pastor's wife and uh, some of the other ladies from our church were there. Uh, and they came up and said, uh, it was great. They said, we know how your husband believes and he's very... Uh, we know how you praise. We believe and we pray the same way. So that veil is being lifted. Okay, wow. And they're wow. coming around. And like I said, every once in a while, my friend will ask me, say, what do you think Paul meant when he said? So they're reading into the New Testament. I think they, some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it, it's, it's great because wow. like never before, he's pouring out his spirit. Mm-hmm. And Joel, he said, on what? All flesh. All flesh. Would typically Orthodox uh, Jews, believers... Uh, they wouldn't read the New Testament, would they? No. Okay. No. But I think that they're cross, crossing over. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And we're, we are, like I said, uh, this is a uh, seven or eight or eight day uh, feast, Sukkot. Uh-huh. So I start at sundown, and we had a sukkah, and my, my wife and I, we'd had uh, my brother in law over, and we had a quick one because I took it down because it was going to rain. So Okay. And then wow. I, had, I was cool. getting ready for autumn assembly, but we had yeah. it on our back porch, and we had really? a nice dinner and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, it's just in remembrance. But what's g- really encouraging is there's three feasts that were pilgrim feasts. Now, you said something. Sorry. I want you to get back. But you, you said it's in remembrance. I mean, we're not mandated to keep these feasts. But no, you're not in sin if you don't. But, yeah, you're not in sin the if you don't. The most important thing is is Yeshua Mashiach. Yeah. Jesus, your Lord. But there's phenomenal insights. If people would dig into some of these things, not be like, you know, so uh, resistant to it because they somebody says, you know, and here's why, because there's a lot of trepidation because there's been these, um, oh, what's the word, these uh, like Jewish roots movements that have uh, put a lot of pressure on folks. Like I, like I know people that have totally like reverted and they don't, they don't do Christmas. They don't do, res, you know, Easter. They don't, I mean, and they think everything we're doing right. is wrong because they're observing all these things from the old, testament that's that's kind of put a sour taste in some people's mouths it has and that's where flesh comes in yeah i'll just say you know it, it be led by the spirit sure so if you're led by the spirit yeah you're gonna walk in love well i'm i'm fascinated by this stuff that's why i'm so glad you're here but these, talking about this because yeah. the insights but these holidays these moeds and and again you always hear the term well it's the jewish holidays no they're not it's the jewish calendar and, and i will politely wow. correct people interesting and say, it's not the jewish holidays that's man's made term. How it's interesting. not, you know, the Jewish calendar. It's 
God's feast. We just read. Yeah. And we'll read some more in Scripture here. Okay. But he, it's God's feast. It's God's calendar he gave to the Jews, who he chose, uh-huh. to explain, to be evangelists, if you will, yeah. to the rest of the world to bring That's him in. That's what a phenomenal nuance. Thank you for saying that. Well, and, and I always want to help understand. And, you know, when I, when I teach at churches or people ask me, I said, look, if you don't celebrate these feasts, you're not in sin or you're right. Yeah. You're, you're not, not going to hell. No. Or churchy or whatever. Or, yeah. But these are moeds. These are holy convocations unto the Lord though. Very sure. So again, we talked about Malachi, you know, said, I'm the Lord, thy God, I change not. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, you sons of Yaakov, Jacob are not consumed. He's talking to, I like keeping your end time doctrine. Who's he talking to when you read right, the scripture right. to the Jews, to the ecclesia, or to the going Gentiles, yeah. you can learn from everything. Right. But he's not changing. And what I'm saying is these moeds, if you will take time during these moeds, these holy convocations, to really just get with God, mm-hmm. you know, pray, mm-hmm. study his word. Get in his presence. You know, um, I got, I'm still doing a study on sila. I don't think we do enough oh, sila wow. to pause. Wow, sure. We want to read something and we keep going. Mm-hmm. And we go to the next thing. Sometimes it's, you know, you've got to digest what you just read. Mm. This is living word. Wow. We eat this as we read it in our spirit man. Wow. It's like wow. we feed our bodies. When we read the word, we're feeding our spirit man. And we sometimes need to take time to pause and reflect. And that's what these moads are. These are set apart. And if you'll take time, God will reveal things to you. You know, mm. he can do it any other day. I get that. Sure, sure. But these are very special to God where he comes down and wants to do an impartation. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And um, these are powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a holiday that was a pilgrimage. Uh, there was three of them. Okay. Passover, Pesach, uh, Shavuot. That's why Jesus said, stay here 10 more days. Okay. Because they were all coming to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Right. And Sukkot. Okay. So Sukkot. Um, was um, is a holiday where most Jews got so excited over. They got really excited over. Mm-hmm. And they still to this day, and God commands you to be happy. Mm-hmm. So if you got the blues or you're <laughs> depressed or anything. Turn that frown upside down. You have to. I mean, seriously. I mean, you're not, you know, not fake it till you make it. But right. And there's things happen and stuff like that. But, you know, but my point is, you know, you'll see it's very... And there's a lot of chaos going on right now. Yeah, a lot of things coming at Israel right now, and they're happy, and they got their sukkahs, and they are in their balconies wow. or in their backyards or whatever wow. over in Israel. And so it's a real celebration. It's a celebration, and it's called the feast. Uh-huh. Meaning, you'll hear like uh, phrases. You know, Jewish people say like Paul. You know, when he was uh, uh, going, you know, to Rome and got shipwrecked, and they were on Malta and all that next. And he said, I, I, and he said, when the fast was over, he was talking about Yom Kippur. Okay. Because a Jewish person will say the fast, meaning they're referencing Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. So even after, of course, Paul's Jewish, but even after he was saved, he still celebrated a feast. But he was like, you know, he explained to other apostles, you know, they don't, you know, that, that was one of the little riffs he had to kind of go back and kind of correct and mm, kind okay. of a, mentor of his and say listen you know you don't want to have um people that aren't of jewish heritage go back and have to celebrate these feasts now it's okay if you do yeah 
But it's okay to participate. Right. But again, these moeds are very, very important to God. And, and, mm -hmm. and like you said, his timeline is mm -hmm. accurate. Mm -hmm. And he knows when this dispensation that we're in now is getting ready to be wrapped up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, we're very close. We are. And um, we're real we, close. Yeah. And so, Hallelujah. you know, and, and, and part of it is, you know, like I said, part of this festival, happy. You have parties as far as dinners and stuff like that, and okay. people over to your sukkah and stuff like that. Um, you know, of course, you fast on Yom Kippur because okay. if it's a day of atonement. Okay, right, right. And um, and then when you and that was X amount of days ago. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that was five days ago. Okay, that yeah. was last week. Right. Okay. And um, and then in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, you have the ten days they call of awe or teshuva which means repentance mm. and you know it's interesting on god's calendar uh tishri is the first year on god's calendar okay the last month is elul and elul is the only uh month on god's calendar where there are no feasts or festivals in it mm. okay and what's interesting is is because the month of elul is a time of examination it's a time of uh, what do I need to change? Because you know the new year is coming up, the civil new year. Wow. And then atonement, day of atonement. And so with that, you're kind of examining yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what Paul, like with communion, and, and, and let a man examine himself. And it's just what do I need to change? You kind of get with the Lord, mm. kind of pray. And what it is is the king is in the field, meaning Father God is in the field. And then Rosh Hashanah, he sits back down on the throne. And what happens wow. on Rosh Hashanah wow. is the books of life are opened. And you've heard that and talks about the books of life. And then what happens is 10 days of really self-examination and repentance to the Lord. And um, kind of like CEO Christians, Christmas and Easter only, unfortunately. Sure. I mean, you'll get <laughs> phone calls from Jewish mothers and Saftas is how you say, or Bubby, it's Yiddish for grandma. They'll be picking up the phone and say, I don't care how secular their grandchildren are. Or wow. Get your tuckus, get your, you'll get to synagogue. Really? They wow. take okay. that. I mean, wow. the place is packed. Wow. And you're there from sunup to sundown. Okay. And you're fasting, and, you know, it's, it's a time of reflection and things like that. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting um, with these are is that at the end, at sundown on Yom Kippur, the books of life are closed. And either you're written wow. in the book of life. Or I hope y'all are hearing this. But Jesus, Yeshua, came and made atonement for all that. Yeah. So, so there's, there's the Yom Kippur, there's Day of Atonement, so there's this lead up, and then there's the Feast of Tabernacles. Which is a time of rejoicing. I because he came. Yeah. I, he closed the book, and I'm still here. Wow. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. For, I mean, in layman's terms, I'm yeah. still here, but it's a time for feast. It's a time for, okay, it's a new year. It's a time. Let's, you know, let's rejoice. It's the fruit harvest. Yeah. Wow. We should wow. bear a lot of fruit. Remember yeah. the references. Yeah. Yeshua, yeah. Jesus always made those references. Yeah. Well, he's talking to Jewish people, to the Jews wow. first and then to the, you know, Gentiles. Wow. And, and, you know, uh, he made a lot of references in that. And, you know, when it says the pilgrimage feast, it says here um, in um, 
Well, let's talk about Lowell and, and, and the time it leads up. And now okay. we're, we're in happy time. Okay. But, you know, um, you know the, the things like in, in there's a lot of um, Jewish words or Hebrew words that are used in the English language. Okay. And the enemy hates the Hebrew language. Satan hates the Hebrew language because he knows it's God's language. Right, right. And he tries to pervert it. So there's things that people will say, like, you know, when you get kind of flustered or you understand what somebody's saying and you just want them to move on, you go yada, yada, yada. Right. Well, that's a Hebrew word. Right. And it's yada. Yada. And it means to know. Remember, you and I were talking about okay, that. Yeah. With that other pastor yeah. uh, last time I was here. Um, yeah. It's to know or knowing, you know. Um, and why is that important? Well, yada is yad ein dalet. Hmm. So yain, yad, uh, yad dalet is the word yad for hand. Okay. Ein is I. So when I was doing a study on obedience um, uh, within the last couple months, um, I got one day this meditate and praying to God and he said do you think eye and hand coordination is very important hmm. and I said well yeah to, the, to, to, to humanity to us it's very important mm -hmm. you know when you drive a car eye hand coordination mm -hmm. uh, I grew up being up north I grew up playing hockey and he's like well when you learn to shoot a hockey puck it's what eye hand co coordination mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very interesting if you go to the fall of man you know and I studied he said go back to the beginning better sheet and I go here a lot in Bereshit. I don't know why, but I just do in chapter 3. And I won't read all of it, but uh, it says that uh, uh, in verse number 6, or let's go to verse number 4. And the serpent said to the woman, uh, Genesis 3, 4, You will surely not die, for God knows that on the day you eat, your eyes will be opened interesting ein and you will be like god knowing good and bad hmm. now notice in verse six it says and the woman perceived how did she do that with her eyes right mm -hmm. that the tree was good for eating and that it was a delight to the eyes interesting and that the tree was desirable as a means to wisdom and then it says in the next statement it says and she took of its fruit how did she do that with her hands, her yad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See that? Mm -hmm. See how the enemy's trying to pervert that word yada? Eye-hand coordination. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And it says, she took of the fruit, and it she ate. And she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. And then the eyes, or yad, were open. Both of them, or ainim would be eyes, of them were open, and they realized that they were naked. Interesting. Interesting, isn't it? I hand. Mm -hmm. So this month of Elul and this, you know, it's good. You know, First John, that's why John, the apostle, being of Jewish heritage, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. said, if we confess our sins, it's a daily examination or wow. examination. Wow. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Now, for you those who are watching or listening, God's not, and I always tell people, I would not want to serve a God that's always standing with a hammer that's getting ready to whack you with that religious. Sure, that sure. Somehow, again, man has perverted it, even on the Jewish side, to
to some degree. Okay, yeah. With traditions and things, and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes, like you said, like the movements and stuff, you know, going back to the Jewish roots and it got frowned upon. Yeah, because it's like, well, you get people walk into stores, is this bottle of shampoo kosher? Well, yeah, it is because Jesus, sure, you know, didn't come to abolish the law, but he came to fulfill it. Right, right. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, okay, again, are you being led by the Spirit? No, not really, because now you're kind of splitting hairs. And right, sure. Let's not get down to that, yeah. you know, that granule. What does the inward witness say? That's, 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 where, exactly, that's what you need. To, that's exactly yeah. right. And what's interesting with this eye and hand and obedience, and uh, as I was coming over, I know the Lord, again, I can't get off this obedience. I, I, I've been teaching on it. But if you look in Genesis 3.22, and um, read to me what Genesis 3.22 says, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, King James or New King James, but what does it say in your Bible? This is the New King James. Right. <clears throat> it says, Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us. Okay. In the original Hebrew, verse 22, and this is the Tanakh or Torah, and it says, And Hashem God said, Behold, man has become like, capitalized, unique, capitalized one among us, hmm. knowing good and bad. A unique one. Wow. Who's that? Interesting. Who's that? The unique one among us, the Trinity. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right there. And I showed that to my friend in synagogue last week. You know, we were sitting there, and I just turned there. And I said, I kind of bumped them, and um, we were paying attention, but it's a long service. And I said, can you read this? And he did. And I said, who do you think that is? And he said, I never saw that before. He goes, Mashiach. Wow. So little by little. Interesting. Spoon feeding. You know, spoon feeding. Interesting. And it's interesting. The unique one among us. Wow, the King James kind of uh, fell a little short. It's okay. On that. And again. Rendering. This is. Holy unto God. Don't yeah, sure. His word. But th this is why we need tools like this, though. Resources. Yeah, yeah, they help but, us. I mean, it jumped out at me Very when interesting. I was studying yeah. this obedience. And we were in the month of Elul, and my wife and I would read Psalms 27 every day. We just do. That's one thing you read. Um, and uh, it's interesting when you read that psalm. It's just, you know, hmm. God is our God, and you got to draw near to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were just kind of, and I just turned there. And it said, and behold, man has become like the unique one in the wow. original Hebrew. And wow. it's like, that's Yeshua. That's, that's Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the unique one. Why? Because yeah. he became flesh. He became flesh. And now dwelt he's, among us. And he's tabernacling like on Sukkot. Yeah. So it's like the future, um, if you will, fulfillment of the law because, um, you know, in Exodus 34, and you start in verse, I think it's 18. Yeah, verse 18. And it says, And the feast of unleavened bread you shall keep seven days, and you shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you. And that is Pesach, Passover. Okay? And it says, As a time on the month of Abib, and for in the month of Abib you came out of Egypt. And all that opened the womb are mine, and every male. Here's something interesting. All, he says, 
and every male firstborn among your livestock, whether ox or sheep. Isn't so so he's talking about ox and sheep, but firstborn. Mm-hmm. Very important to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like tithing, our first fruits. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Your first, you know, your 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 child. Um interesting that just jumps up that's another study among the livestock whether ox or sheep but now the firstborn of a donkey and you shall redeem with a lamb okay and then it says in verse 21 we're going to jump down it says six days you shall work but on the seventh day you shall rest are we talking about you were talking about god's time god's right. time is seven always yeah. seven yeah six days of work one day of rest seven. six thousand years of work one thousand years of rest right yeah on your leading up to where I'm going. This is awesome. And it says, on verse 21, it says, but on the seventh day you shall rest, and plowing time and harvest you shall rest. Verse 22, and you shall observe the feast of weeks. Shavuot. Mm. Right? Of the first fruits of wheats and harvest and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. Three times in a year all your men shall appear before the Lord your God of Israel. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. So we got Sukkot. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's very, you know, like I said, uh, the spiritual New Year, as we were on the last time, was we'd be pa- Passover. There's two, there's, two, okay. there's two New Years, if you will, okay. with God. Right. It's the civil New Year where Adam, Adam was made, created, on the first Tishri, okay. which is Rosh Hashanah. Rosh is, means head head of the year right okay um and then you have the spiritual new year which is passover which jesus atoned and shed okay. his blood okay. for us yeah and made perfect atonement wow isn't that powerful so is that what, what they there's the ancient calendar and then the civil one right mm-hmm. yeah right and 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 these these moeds these holy convocations are just they're just so imperative and so important to god that um you know, like I said, he, he keeps accurate time. Yeah. Yeah. So when he can tell his son, okay, now go get him. Right. Go get my, go get, go get our family. Yeah. Time is counting down for his purposes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And if you will, um, we're going to turn into, um, and we were there in Zechariah. And what's interesting is, let's just turn there, Zechariah chapter 14. And we studied this out together, brother, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Great teaching. Phil and I were involved in um, Dr. Billy Brim's uh, 3BI, Billy Brim's Bible Institute. We covered this uh, book, if I can find it. So... um, like I said, these 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 moeds, these appointed times, these holidays of God, are just so rich in in, in a lot of spiritual insight, a lot of um, you know things that God can reveal. Like I said, just certain things that He wants to impart to you. Mm-hmm. This is where my pages are stuck together back here. There it is. There it is. Okay. No, all right. All right. Where at? We're going to go to um, verse 16. Of chapter? 
14. Okay. Zechariah Zachari- 14, verse, starting verse 16. But what's interesting is, yes, we do the, these are dress rehearsals, these feasts, uh-huh. because the fall feasts, if you will, of God have not been fulfilled yet. Rosh Hashanah, right. Yom Kippur, Sukkot. Now we will find out when this feast will be fulfilled. And it says okay. in verse 16, and it says, nations worship the king, and it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations, this is a talking about after the rapture, or when this the marriage supper of the lamb now, right? Mm-hmm. And he's talking here, he goes, who is left among all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. Mm-hmm. Right? In verse 17, it says, And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. And in verse 18, it says, If the family of Egypt will not come up and enter in, it says they shall not have no rain, and they shall receive plague, with which the Lord strikes the nations who did not come up to and keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This is uh, referring to his millennial reign. Millennial reign, yeah. So these are the sheep nations which are required to come right. up and keep the feast. Right. Yeah. And this is when Jesus comes back in the flesh, as you said, in his glorified body. Yeah. After the marriage supper of the Lamb. We've right. had the rapture. Right. And he's we, ruling as king over we all We have the marriage supper of the Lamb, yeah. which is wow. a Seder meal, because Matthew twenty six twenty nine, mm-hmm. the fourth cup in a Seder meal is the cup of restoration. He said, remember, mm-hmm. I will not drink this cup with you. He told his disciples when yeah. he was doing Seder meal, pass, Passover, before yeah. he went to the cross. He said, I won't drink this cup with you until I go prepare a place for you in my father's house. Right, yeah. So a little key there, a little clue would be, hmm, the marriage supper of the lamb's going to be probably a Seder meal, Passover. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you read this stuff, this is his millennial reign. This is exciting. This is when we know that the feast of God, Sukkot, Tabernacles, mm-hmm. will be fulfilled when he sets up his millennial reign. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? So we're prophetically celebrating it now. Um, yes. As a, a fulfillment, but the fulfillment is mentioned here in Zechariah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and like I said, it, it's right there, right there among you, right yeah. there in front of you. Yeah. And like I said, he lays it out when he created the sun and the moon wow. to separate, to have these festivals, these holy convocations, these moeds, if you will. Yeah, the fall moeds. So you're saying the three, um, what would they call it? They call it the, uh, the, yeah, the, the three fall feasts yeah. have not been, there's fulfillment, but there's not fulfillment of them yet. Right. That would be trumpets, tabernacles, or trumpets, day of atonement, tabernacles, is what you're saying. Yeah. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's so, a lot of you know, plausible theories out there and stuff like that. And yeah. it's fun to talk about that, but you know, yeah. we just, we just don't know, you know, we have an idea. We can know the season yeah, and we sure. know we are in that season. You know, we know that um, he's coming very, yeah. very soon. And what's cool about this. Cause you're saying that this feast of um, Sukkot mm-hmm. or tabernacles is a joyous, it's celebratory, which yes. is also prophetic in its implications because when Jesus comes back as king and he is fulfilling it here mm-hmm. with calling the sheep nations up, everybody's excited because Jesus is ruling. 
I mean, like in this millennial rent. That's the, exciting times. Yeah. yeah. The man, the man, the physical man of the Godhead comes back to dwell with yeah, us. Yeah. And tr true fulfillment. In true fulfillment. I yeah. mean, yeah. He is true fulfillment now. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's why we pray in Yeshua's name, Yeshua Shem. Right. Yeah. Because you're throwing every every word in this Bible at that prayer, at that situation at one time when you say in Jesus' name, because he is the word. Now, some some people, you know, kind of think we're already in the millennial reign right now. And boy, oh, boy. They, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read Zechariah, have you? Yeah, um, <laughs> but, and is that's due partly to, number one, is just a wrong division of Scripture. It's kind of doing away with the passages that deal with the Jews as if, there's no prophetic implications yeah, of the right. Jews still. And that's why they get off on that. Right? Is that well, it's rightly dividing the word. Yeah. I mean, there was, I, I recommend two books that Dr. Okay. Billy has yeah. written, and there are many books. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to Autumn Assembly, you uh, can get one, or just, yeah. you can get one at our bookstore. Just reach out to us, churches. we'll get you one. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, Pastor Justin knows how to get a hold of it. Or if you call um, the Lighthouse Bookstore, I go to Walk on the Water Faith Church. Yeah, you can get it uh, from there. Uh, Dr. Pastor Larry Allison, yep. Dr. Allison are my pastors, yep. and um, their bookstore, they have these books, and you want to get that rightly dividing the yeah. word. Right, because there's, there's three There's three people. Right, it's to the it's to the Jews, to the ecclesia or church. Church, yeah. And then to the going, to the yeah. Gentiles, the unsaved. Yeah. Now, you can learn from all three. Phenomenal, thanks. We're learning, like right, right, right now, now, we're learning, yeah. Right. You know, and... and you know, it's rightly dividing the word. Yeah. And when you don't rightly divide the word is when things go a little amok, yeah. for lack of a better word. Well, and, and that's why that's why there's 500 di different end-time perspectives is because people have applied certain things that were not written to the church specifically, like the letters are to the church specifically. But the rest of the Bible is for the church, but not all of it is about the uh, church. And we're, we're tracking what God's doing right. by finding out what he promised. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there's a passage, what is it, Jeremiah, I think it is. You know, you had read in Genesis that he put uh, the lights in the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars. Jeremiah, he told them, he says, as long as you see those things, what I have said to you, you know, as soon as the moon disappears, the sun disappears, you know that he's no longer uh, maintaining his word concerning the Jews. But if you see the sun during the day and the moon at night, and you see the stars in the sky, we're good. Everything he has said to the Jews is still working on that timetable of his. Yeah, the the problem is the ecclesia has uh, some of them have assumed that we've taken their place, and none of that is viable. For, it's replacement. It's, it's devilish. It's, it's it's demonic. And there's it's, there's it's nuances. Is what it is. There's nuances of replacement and theology that aren't like full on replacement, but it's like quasi. Like there's elements of replacement right. ideas, and that's why the feast or the timetable of God. Mm -hmm. People don't understand the timetable, nor are they able to right. discern, divide Revelation, say from right. Zechariah, is because if you remove the Jew, you're not going to keep track with what God's doing. And I don't say this in a pompous way, okay? I, I don't. Um, I feel that being of Jewish heritage, you just have a greater responsibility, actually. Wow. You know, and I don't do, like... Y'all were given that responsibility. Well, and I'm, 
and we kind of failed miserably <laughs> at times. I mean, let's just praise God for His mercy. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of Nike Tov Kelelem Chasto. Yeah, Give thanks to the Lord for His goodness. Yeah, has said His mercy endures. Well, that's what Hosea is all about. Prophetic picture of hey, y'all have blown it, but I'm with you. Right. <laughs> I'm married to you. And it's when Jesus on Hanukkah, which we're going to be coming up to after this feast. Okay. When he said, you know, he 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 said, you know, I'd rather gather you together. He was yeah. in the feast of you know Hanukkah. Okay. And he said, I you know I want to gather you you know together. Uh, he he was just. Is that where he said like like a hand gathers like or chicks a, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know that's what he was referencing. It's another feast, but he he's just like. And then you know how many times did our Lord and Savior Yeshua Jesus say, "You killed your own prophets." Yeah. God yeah. told him, "You say this." And I mean, man, I can't wait to meet. Like, that's that was a you want you know that 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 show dirty jobs. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, you want me to what? Yeah, you know, and and I mean these prophets. I mean the 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 the, the tenacity, the mm. the true man, true to be a true man to stand up to the most powerful people in the world at that mm-hmm. time, the kings of Is- of Israel before you yeah. know the fall of Israel and stuff yeah. like that. They go wow. and tell these kings, you know, like Nathan. Yeah, I mean that's like going to the president of the United States, if you will. Yeah, and say, "Thus saith the Lord, Nathan, when, when David messed, when when David, yeah. you know, messed up." Praise, praise God for those prophets. Yeah, and and these 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 prophets, you know, foretold a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Um, again, I'm the Lord thy God; I change not. If I yeah. didn't like it six thousand years ago, I don't like it now. If I didn't like it a hundred years ago, I don't like it now. Wow. Wow, and, uh, and and you talked about this replacement theology. That's a good point. It's, you know, I, I say I, you know, with, with 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 being of Jewish heritage, it's to explain God's timeline. If you understand God's timeline and you're rightly dividing the word, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and you're walking truly in in love. That's why love never fails because God is love, right? Mm-hmm. If you're walking in His love. We're not going to fail because right. we're allowing to be led by the Ruach, our spirit, this, this, the whole, yeah. you, know, Ruach yeah. Hodesh, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, if you will. Mm-hmm. And if we're allowed to be, let the Holy Spirit rule and reign and tabernacle inside of us. Mm. Hallelujah. See, we're, you know, yeah. these, why these, you know, it's kind of, hey, man, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If we allow him to tabernacle in us, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus did. When he was on this earth, I only yeah. say what my father tells me to say. Yeah. I only do what my exactly. father tells me to do. I only say what my father. How many times he said that over and over and over, mm-hmm. and he wasn't going to change. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was on God's timeline. He was on God's mission Yeah. to fulfill his Derek. Yeah, in John 4, he said, I must finish my father's work. Yes. I mean, yes, it's yes. And we're still fulfilling God's work, mm-hmm. finished work. Wow. I mean, Jesus... When he ascended, I can guarantee he he knew that there would be more, like, you know, people like us coming into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But I can, you know, he wanted to, you know, gather them. Like he said, I, I, I can't wait to gather you all in. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and he, he, he was being prophetic there. Mm-hmm. And that's the Feast of Hanukkah, and like I said, that's for another time and another teaching. But, um, you know, these, these time frames, he was taking time. Our Lord and Savior at that time, because mm-hmm. it was a moat. He was taking that time to just get a download from God, mm-hmm. from his Father. Wow. 
Wow. Isn't that powerful. I love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, we just got a little bit left here in the podcast. What what other nuggets you got? Well, um, I would just encourage, and I'll say this: there is a uh, blessing that we say for Asuka, and it, okay, it would just you know, it's this Barukatadonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Asher Kedeshano B'Mitzvotavitzavanu Leshev Asuka, and it's blessed are you, Lord God, King of the Universe, who has blessed us with our your your commandments. And commanded us to dwell on our sukkah. Wow. And I mean, I think that was a good way to kind of end this podcast. Wow. With that blessing that we speak over our sukkah, but we speak it over our sukkah. Because yeah. the Holy Spirit's got a sukkah, and that's this. Yeah, yeah. Our tab- that's that, uh, Romans, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken your mortal body or strengthen. He'll minister to this tabernacle, this sukkah. This tent, yeah, the sukkah, yeah. And if it's not ministered to, uh, it may break, break break down on us, and we need this thing. Yeah, to when I was newly saved in the Lord in Chicago, like I said, our pastor in Chicago, and I was blessed because uh, uh, Paul Wilbur was our praise and worship. Leader. Oh wow, and you know Paul yeah, Wilbur. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I like I, him. If I see him, I call him Pastor Paul even to this day, and he oh. kinda, he'll know kind of jokingly wow. that somebody from church in Chicago, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. I, I really like him. Yeah. And, and, and he would, but our pastor would always just say, you know, every once in a while he'd say, you know, let me help you, man. You don't need a chest of drawers, Christian hangover. You know, you may want to work on it. You know, and, and it's okay to paint the barn, you know, because, <laughs> you know, you know, people, That's get, hilarious. Like you're, you're talking about people, you know, getting a little religious and stuff like that. Yeah. Like can't, women can't wear makeup and right, right, right. And he's like, it's okay to paint the barn. It's okay. Because you decorate your sukkah. Yeah, you're commanded in this this yeah. this time of rejoicing and yeah. being happy. We we you know you put things up, you know, pictures or you know you decorate your sukkah. Yeah, because you're inviting people over. Sure. Yeah. What did Peter spoke to that? They totally did not diminish outward adorning. He just said the most important thing is that the inward heart is adorned with Holy Spirit, basically. Right. Hallelujah. Well, if you need to paint your barn, friends, you heard it from the <laughs> rabbi. Get out there and get a fresh coat of paint. <laughs> yeah, and and you know one thing that really they just remembered something and it, it just blessed me. My mom when she first met my wife, Marley, and you know Marla, yeah, and she grabbed her hand and she said, "Sweetheart, nothing but." She saw the menorah in her. Wow. Yeah. She said, "Nothing but love oozes out of you." Hallelujah. What a prof- that was the light of life, wasn't it? What a, what yeah. a powerful thing for wow. someone to say to another person. Yeah, and they, I mean you 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 met her and talked. Yeah, sure. I mean, she's just always wow. happy. The Lord blessed you. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, good. Yeah, you are good, bro. Hey, well, we just got a couple minutes. Phil, why don't you close us cl- close us in prayer? You know, I know you you read that blessing, but why don't you kind of close us in prayer? And if the Lord brings up something else in just the last couple minutes, just release that. Okay. Well, first and foremost. We do this to know and to let people know that if you don't know Jesus, Yeshua, as your Mashiach, wow. your Messiah, wow, it's real easy. You believe with, confess with your mouth, you believe with your heart that Jesus is the Son of God and He died on the cross for your sins. It's just that simple. You believe that, you say that, you are saved. If you need references in this area, uh, in the Harrison, Arkansas area, or Branson area, uh, I've got a good church that I know you could come to. It's Pastor yeah. Justin's church. Great City Church. Great City Church. Um, you know, if you're in the mid, 
Ozark area, walk on the water, walk faith, on the water faith, faith church. church. Uh, if you don't have a Bible, you need a Bible. I know Pastor Justin would yeah. have no problem getting that to you and uh, his lovely wife. And uh, at our church, just the same thing. Uh, I'm a minister, uh, associate minister at that church uh, with Pastor Larry, but, you know, that's the key thing. But the one thing I will bless people with, and that is the Berkey Konim, and that's another teaching. Okay. That's the priestly blessing. And he okay. said, this is how you are to bless my people. Is remember, he said that in numbers. Uh-huh. And I'll just pray that. Okay. Hallelujah. Yevei Adonai ve'yashmareka, Yaradonai panav elaka ve'chuneka. Yesa Adonai Panav Elaka Veshem Laka Shalom. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you and the Lord to make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his face towards you and the Lord give you shalom, peace. And in that blessing at the on the next verse it says, And you are this is how you're supposed to do that. He told Moses to tell Aaron and the priest, and you He's putting in the next verse, he says, I'm putting my name by that blessing on you. And, wow. I, and he wow. says, and I will bless you. Hallelujah. If, if Jesus is your Lord, whether you're Jewish or not, yeah, he's putting on his name. Remember that. He's always putting his name on you. He went to tabernacle. That putting is to tabernacle. Wow. Bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Phil, thank you, brother. Hey, how, how can people track with what you're doing? Uh, of course, you know, you mentioned you work closely with Dr. Larry and Walk on the Water Faith Church, but uh, you got a Facebook or Twitter. How can people follow you? I don't have that yet. I'm getting okay. technology challenged. Okay. I know that my brother-in-law, maybe, he just moved down to the lake, and he's okay. Is he techie. With that. He's very techie. So be looking for Phil's Facebook <laughs> coming up here. So. so, yeah. And we're going to be doing some podcasts because we're setting up a podcast studio. Oh. So I may be able to just oh. kind of remotely at the church. Okay. We're setting up a podcast okay. studio, too. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, but for now, it's just uh, phil.rab9. Real simple. Email address. Yeah. Phil.rab9132 at gmail.com for right now. Okay. Awesome. I'm doing a .org, but I'm, that will be soon to follow okay so if people got some questions or whatnot you'd be happy to receive their sure. email sure okay and, and more than happy to just send some emails and uh, i get several emails and as i get to know you my father had surgery yesterday in springfield of uh, cataract surgery okay and a lady from west plains and she was reading a holocaust book and she said well i'd really like to talk to a jewish person she's born again spirit filled and i said uh well i could talk to you I'm jewish heritage she goes, and I confess the scripture, so do you. My footsteps are order of the Lord, and I say that all the time. And I said that 5 o'clock in the morning. I was driving where my father was pick him up. I'm always at the wow. right place at the right time. Wow. She was going to come to autumn assembly, but her husband had a cataract surgery, and she was asking me all kinds of questions. And she said, do you mind if me and my husband contact you? And as I get to know you, I feel comfortable. Of course, sure. I gave her my cell phone number. And yeah, sure. I sure, get sure. a lot of phone calls. And, okay. But just want to spread the words. Okay, so Awesome. Well, check out what Phil's doing. Uh, he's teaching classes. They do all kinds of stuff at Walk on the Water Church when it comes to studying into some of these things. So anyways, hey, we're so glad that you joined us today. Listen, if we could uh, participate with you, if you need somebody to join with you in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, agree with you, we'd be honored to do that. Several ways you can reach out to us. You can send us an, e- an email, hello at gracecitychurch.tv or call us 870 741 
I want to say thank you to all those who have financially contributed to the podcast. It makes um, it's paying it forward and helping us to stay out there and keep increasing and growing. I want to say thank you. If you want to participate in that way, several ways you can do that. You can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give, or if you're in the United States, you can text to give 84321. That's 84321. Just follow the prompts. Or, of course, you can mail a check, P.O. Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602. Listen, friends, thank you so much. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. And until next time, be blessed. Amen.